2: It's the
3: weekend, so relax and listen to some stories the whole family can enjoy. That's right, it's the Saturday Story Circle, here on the Mutual Audio Network.
1: The following audio drama is rated G for general audience.
0: And now, Faux Fiction Audio brings you another case from the spiral-bound and sticky note files of Mickey McKinney, Boy Detective. Mickey McKinney, that mini-mystery man, solves the cases that plague the halls of Maple Ridge Middle School with his trusty partner and friend, Sam Hayes. No pet or project too lost, no cafeteria food too mysterious, no case too small when Mickey McKinney is on the job.
4: The name is McKinney, Mickey McKinney. I'm a gumshoe, a two-bit dick, a pay-peepin' Tom. Not that I'll ever say the latter in polite company. I'll find your cat or bust a baddie for a lousy 40 smackers a day and present an exterior of hard-boiled toughness while I'm doing it. But I'm getting ahead of myself. I was sitting with my size six gumboats propped up on the corner of my battered desk, watching the iridescent bubbles from my pipe float gently up towards the water-stained ceiling above my head when the door opened to reveal a slender, feminine silhouette framed in the light from the hallway. A less hard man would have been instantly smitten when she stepped timidly in the room, though I must confess I had to smother a gasp as she spoke to me for the first time.
1: Mr. McKinney? Mr. McKinney, can you tell me the three islands surrounding Italy? Huh? (laughs) Mr. McKinney, I asked you to name the three islands surrounding Italy. Perhaps instead of daydreaming in class, you should pay attention next time so that you can answer the question. Corsica, Sardina, and Sicily. That is correct, Mr. McKinney. But perhaps next time you could answer the questions the first time I asked you. Mr. Tubbins, may I remind you that there is no eating- Ah,
3: come on, Miss C. It's almost lunchtime.
1: I need a little brain food, you know. Cheese puffs are hardly brain food, Mr. Tobins. And if the rest of the class can wait an hour, so can you. Good afternoon, Miss Caverly. I've got a new student for your class. Boys, girls, meet Samantha Hayes. Her parents have just transferred from Fort Carson in Colorado. Isn't that exciting?
5: Samantha, maybe you would like to say a few words?
4: I braved the hallway of the masses going to and fro in their daily routine and headed toward the science department, where Berners was waiting for me. I had a client who was going to pay two lollipops and a Snickers bar for the recipe of the cafeteria's mystery meatloaf. I was somewhat curious to find out what was in it as well, as the intermingling of meat and other substances did something to a man that cannot be talked about in polite company. And if anyone could find out what it was... It was Jamie Burners Burns.
2: Careful, easy does it. Just one more drop.
4: Burners, what's cooking?
2: Uh, Mickey! Uh, how many times do I have to tell you? Do not startle me in the middle of an experiment. This is a very delicate procedure. Too much in the speaker end. Come on! You can't just draw in here with your.
4: Spe- Rumor was, Burners had skipped three grades on account of practically being a genius. I usually took advantage of her superior scientific knowledge when I had trouble identifying evidence or finishing my chemistry homework. But she always acted as if I was going to blow up the science lab... again.
2: And another thing!
4: You got the recipe? (sighs)
2: Sure, it's over there.
4: Much obliged.
2: Yeah, yeah, don't mention it. To anyone! Uh, Hey, hey, Mickey, watch out for that beaker!
4: (laughs) Whoops, sorry, I kind of (laughs) spilled. The recipe in my hand, I made haste to deliver it to my client and accept my payment. Judging by the way Burners was cussing a blue streak when I left, I wouldn't be allowed near the lab for at least a week. On another note, I was never going near the not-so-mysterious meatloaf again, and neither would anyone in the school if this ever got out. But that wasn't my job. After that, there was a simple snoop and snitch on behalf of Jennifer Lewinsky, on the movements of her boyfriend Nathan Norris while she was in gym class. Turns out he was more than just home ec partners with Sally Smith. Then a simple case of the missing show and tell cat.
2: God, ah, get up, get up! Ah,
4: but by fifth period, I was flush and thinking of packing it in for the day. I was in such a good mood I didn't notice trouble come knocking until it was too late. Ah, whoops! Sorry, Tommy Tubbins, the school bully. Most would say that he had more brawn than brains. And they'd be right. If he hadn't learned to walk upright, he could have passed for a shaved
3: gorilla. Nobody messes up my favorite shirt. Uh, shaved gorillas are still scary. Oh, I'm gonna ruin your face.
5: Hey, tough guy, why don't you pick on someone your own size? Stay
3: out of this, or I'll give you the same thing I'm giving him.
5: I'd like to see you try.
3: You asked for it. <laughs> Ow!
5: My hand! Jeez, you couldn't hit an old granny.
3: I'll get you for that.
5: (laughs) You couldn't hit the broad side of a barn.
3: Stop moving, or or I'll really hurt you when I catch you.
5: (laughs) Is that the best you got? Stand still! Sure thing, princess. Right! Someone should really clean up that slushy on the floor. It's a serious hazard.
3: (laughs) I'll get you. You'll be sorry you messed with me. (laughs)
5: Ow. Hey, Tiny. You're welcome. Ah,
1: what a dame. Class, these review packets should help with studying for the test on Friday. May I remind you, though, that Miss Hayes... Could you tell me what my test answers are doing inside your backpack?
5: I don't know. I've never seen those before. And I suppose you don't know that my keys
1: were stolen yesterday.
5: Yes. Wait, no, wait. I'm sorry to hear that.
1: Go to the principal's office.
5: What? But I said i Now,
1: Miss Hayes. (sighs) We'll sort this out with your parents after school.
5: But I... Ugh, fine. (laughs)
4: An author named Doyle once wrote, There is nothing more deceptive than an obvious fact. Fact 1. The test answers were in Samantha Hayes' backpack. Fact 2. The keys were stolen from Miss Caverly's desk. As I started to leave, I glanced at Miss Caverly's desk. Fact 3. The thief had left an orange stain on the corner of the test packet. I had no idea what it was, but I knew how I could find out. I'm sorry about the explosion. Oh, of
2: course you're sorry! You're always sorry! Then, the moment I forgive you, Kaboom! Chernobyl all over again!
4: Oh, is that what this look is? Gotta say, I, uh, I kind of like the soot everywhere. And the broken beakers.
2: What do you want, Mickey? I'm busy!
4: Uh, I got something for you to analyze.
2: Fine. But you, stay out in the hall. Sure thing. <laughs> oh,
4: I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Burners. Burners, uh, take deep breaths. Calm, calm Blue Ocean. Calm. calm. C- can you tell me about the sample?
2: Um, standard printing paper. You could get it at any supply store.
4: The stain, not the paper.
2: <sighs> Can't help you. The science lab won't be able to get new equipment until next week. Next week? I need it today. Hey! I'm not a crime lab, okay? And if I was, it'd still take you longer to get your results. I'm a genius, but even I have my limits. You want my best guess? Yellow 6. Uh, what? It's the food color for the powdered cheese and Cheesy Puffs. See?
4: Yeah. Thanks, Burners. You've narrowed the search down to everyone in the school, including you.
2: No problem.
4: Hey.
5: What do you want?
4: Uh, got yourself in quite a pickle. You could use a detective, kid.
5: I don't need your help.
4: Sure you do. Someone's got you in a frame, and unless you can find the proof, you'll be suspended in your first week. Gum.
5: Look, I don't know what your deal is, but I can handle this. I don't need some guy in a weird hat to take care of my problems. Hey,
4: easy on the hat, sugar. It's a piece of history.
5: It's a fashion don't. Says the girl in fatigues and boots. Just leave me alone.
4: So that was it. Shot down on sight. A PI can do a lot, but when a client refuses to be a client, there's not a lot you can do. Two bad things can't happen the way they do in dreams. I sure am, dollface. What can I do for you?
5: You have to help me, detective. Someone's trying to frame me and I don't know what to do.
4: You've come to the right place, sweetheart. I'll find out who it is if it's the last thing I do.
5: Oh, thank you.
4: No need for the waterworks, dolly. I'm just doing my job. In order to find out who set up the dame, I first had to find out who had a grudge against her. This was no easy task. She'd only been at the school two days and hardly anyone knew who she was.
3: Come on. Give me your lunch money, Wimp. I know you have it. Of course. I should have suspected.
2: Uh, I don't have it. I swear. I don't
3: believe you. I'm gonna shake it out of you. Hey, Tommy.
5: What?
2: I think I'm gonna be sick.
4: Aren't you afraid of getting beaten up by a girl again?
3: I'm not afraid of any girl. I was just going easy on her.
4: How about a rematch, then? Look behind you!
3: What? I, I... I didn't mean it! Wait! There's no one... Hey! Come back here!
4: Ordinarily, enraging a bully is on my list of things not to do along with avoiding a hungry tiger or poking a bear with a stick. But seeing Sam stand up to him made me realize he could be beat, just like anyone else. If I could get to the cafeteria without being pummeled, I could lose myself in the morass of the students enjoying Taco Tuesday. So far, so good.
3: Hey, Mickey, just the man I was looking for. I got another job for you.
4: Freddy, right now is not not a good time. I
3: found something that looked like a chicken foot in yesterday's casserole. And I was wondering... Uh, I'll talk to you later, okay, Freddy?
2: Aren't you going to ask about payment?
3: That's not what... How does two Snickers and a giant Milky Way sound? How giant? Twelve inches. Hey, Squirt, you're dead meat. Uh, gotta go. Where are you, runt? I know you're here somewhere.
4: (gasps) (sighs) 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 Another thing that was ordinarily not on my to-do list. Hiding in a trash can with lunch leftovers. One thing was for sure, Tommy Tubbins was my prime suspect. Now to prove he was behind the frame. Well, first things first, a shower. There's an English proverb that mentions it's easier to catch flies with honey than with vinegar. This is true, which I found out when I accidentally spilled half a jar of honey on the kitchen counter. It not only attracted flies, but ants, spiders, bees, and my mom's wrath when she saw the mess. I prefer a variation to this strategy. Pick the suspect's locker and look for evidence. Jackpot! I found Miss Caverly's missing keys. People coming down the hall. I hid in the only spot available. Uh, uh oh. Uh, hello? Anyone out there? Hello?
3: What were you doing in my locker, Squirt?
4: Looking for a low-life rat. And I found him. You calling me a rat? You bet your unwashed feet I am. I figured it all out. You were mad that you got beaten by a girl, so you decided to frame Samantha.
3: Oh, yeah? How'd I do that, smart guy?
4: You'd already planned to steal the keys when no one was looking and get the answers for the test. However, after yesterday...
5: (laughs) Is that the best you got?
4: You had to get revenge as well. You can't prove that. I wasn't done. You waited until everyone had left and used the keys to steal the answers from Miss Catherine's test. Then you planted the answers, sat back, and watched an innocent person take the rap for your crime. I assume you still have another copy though, right? You still want to pass the test.
3: You think you're pretty clever, don't you? I kinda do, yeah. But you still can't prove it. I bet Samantha can. (laughs) Oh, nice try. I'm not falling for that again.
5: Hey, Tubbins.
3: what how Boo.
5: Why don't you get yourself a soda, kid? I'll get a confession from him.
4: Hold it! Don't hurt him! What? We'll prove you're behind the frame, but we won't beat it out of you. You're a thief, Tubbins, and you're going to pay for it. Come on, Samantha.
5: Okay, genius. How do you plan to catch him?
4: Tommy made one mistake when I was interrogating him.
5: Oh, is that what you were doing? I thought you were about to get pummeled.
4: He admitted he still had a copy of the test answers. So? So? We can use it to trap him.
1: It's a very interesting story, Mr. McKinney, but why should I believe you? Have you noticed
4: anything strange
1: about Tommy's tests? Well, yes, now that you mention it. His first six tests, he failed completely, but these last three, he's gotten perfect scores. And you didn't think that was strange? Well, he told me he had a tutor. It's not unusual for students to do better with a little help.
4: Miss Caverly. I'm not asking you to rewrite the test or change the answers. Anyone who studies will still be able to pass the test. But if Tommy Tubbins is cheating, he will fail. And you'll have your proof.
1: All right, Mr. McKinney, how exactly do we want to do that? Class, I've graded most of your tests. And on a whole, I must say I'm very pleased with the results. It appears that most of you studied very hard. Mr. Tubbins, could you come here for a moment? The rest of you talk quietly until the end of the period. You're welcome.
5: Did I say thank you? Uh, well,
4: uh, no, I guess not.
5: So how'd you do it? Figure out how to catch him?
4: It wasn't hard. Tubbins wasn't studying the test. He was studying the Scantron answers. All Miss Caverly had to do was change the order and he flunks. Everyone else passes because they actually read the questions, but he's just copying. Probably off his arm. I don't think he can remember the order off the top of his head.
5: Pretty smart. You know, I wouldn't have been cleared if you hadn't helped, so... You know... Thanks.
4: So I was, uh, I was thinking. I got some other cases I could use your help with. Uh, extra muscle to back me up. I, I mean, if you want to. Like a partner? Well, sure, maybe we can work out some sort of arrangement. Got a couple of cases involving a snoop and snitch, some mystery cafeteria dishes to solve.
5: I'll consider it. Just one question. Sure. What is your name?
4: Mickey McKinney. Detective.
5: Sam Hayes. Gum? Sure, why not? Mr.
1: McKinney and Miss Hayes, there was no gum chewing in class.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Mickey McKinney, The Case of the Apps and Answers was written and directed by Ruby Fink, with story by Ruby Fink and Sebastian Cruz, and music by Leah Biscara. Faux family cast includes the voices of Lucas Guerrero as Mickey McKinney, Violet Fink as Sam Hayes, Leanne Labra as Burners, CJ Longhammer as Tommy Tubbins and Freddie, Ruthie Hansen as Miss Caverly, Shayna Hammer as Janie, Sam Ryder as Mrs. Lewis, and me, Zach Johnson, as your announcer. This recording, characters, and the situations within are the property of their author and creator, and protected by copyright. So until the next case, Faux Fiction Audio says goodbye.
4: This is Jack Ward, and from every one of us here at the Mutual Audio Network, we wish you, your family, and all your friends safe harbor during these difficult times. Please follow the scientific and medical experts' advice, and we'll always be here for you daily at Mutual.